Welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome into the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Matt, and making his triumphant return to the feed <laughs> is my co-host, Casey. Welcome yeah. back. Thank you. Yeah, I guess it has been a couple of episodes because you had your 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 one-off episode where you were basically ranting on everything that you wanted to rant without the way you put it without me stopping you, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then you had your I should have said night. controversial things like yeah. uh, you know sequels are horrible and <laughs> uh, we won't be friends anymore. <laughs> then you had your Moon Knight episode last week with um, your friend, um, uh, my brother-in-law. Okay, yes, 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 thank you. Um, it, but yeah, so it's been a couple of weeks, obviously, at this point. Um, I apologize up front if I sound a little bit different. Uh, today we're talking my wonderful trip out to California, and what with all the wonderful stuff that I brought back, I also happened to bring back COVID with me. So I, I am uh, dealing with that. I'm on day two of COVID, and for those of you, and there's a lot of you who probably had it before, you know how not fun that is but i've got a moment where i can do this and can talk so yeah gotta do the pot. that's how excited you were about it hasn't dampened <laughs> your excitement about your disneyland trip no um, no i'm so excited to talk to you guys about it and and and, and share because you know matt you've said multiple times on this podcast before that when you when you live east of the mississippi walt disney world is your park like that's that's yeah. where you go uh, I'm, I'm going to make the case on this pod that, you know what, Disneyland, I'll tell you what, if you want the same experience, just not as overwhelming, Disneyland could be, could be a great alternative. Yeah, I, I think I think a big part of it is getting out to California is is because east of the Mississippi, the time this sounds stupid, but like the time change isn't that bad. Um, there's quote unquote, I'm going to put this in heavy quotes, quotations, more to do because there's, you know, four parks and water parks and everything like that. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. It just, that's just the way it is. Well, um, I, I think people have this misperception that because Walt Disney World is bigger, that they're going to be more entertained. The reality is you're going to be just as entertained in Disneyland as you are in Walt Disney World, it just may not go as long as a as a trip. And I'll tell you, when you go to Walt Disney World for four or five days, you leave exhausted. Yeah, you can go and do Disneyland for three days, which is what we did, and and get everything you want to get done in day one and two. Keep day three as kind of a day of to kind of go back and hit the highlights again, and you don't leave exhausted because it's not. It's not this massive 40 square mile complex. It's all contained in this small area with tons to do. I mean, I'll give you a great example. On day number one, the first ride we hit was the Haunted Mansion. We rope dropped. Nice. Haunted Mansion was literally a walk-on. Haunted Mansion, Disneyland is a completely different ride. It's, it's really cool. I got to see the Hatbox Ghost, which was awesome. Um, but as soon as we got off, you know how with Walt, like at, at Magic Kingdom, when you get off of a ride, you got to go walk to another ride. Like sometimes that yes. walk can be five minutes to go walk to another ride. I got off a of Haunted Mansion, literally 10 paces to my left was Splash Mountain. Oh, wow. Like literally 10 paces to my left 
was Splash Splash Mountain. And so we got off Haunted Mansion. We said, eh, there's a five-minute wait for Splash Mountain. Let's walk on to Splash Mountain, which I'll get to in a couple of minutes. That's yeah, a whole yeah. different thing. But that's my point is that you could, there, there's just as much to do at the Disneyland Resort um, uh, as there is at, at, at Walt Disney World. It's just more um, condensed. It's, 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 it's in a tighter space. Yeah, yeah. And, and so that makes it there's you're doing less steps. I mean, that's that's the big thing with planning out your day almost a little bit in Disney World, because, man, if you if you go back and forth from like Tomorrowland to Adventureland 50 times a day, you're putting in the steps. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're here. It's it's not nearly as bad um, at Disneyland. So. All right. Fire away. What do you got? OK, so um, uh I have so many questions and I like had a, I'm just so excited to talk about this. Like I, I'm, I'm excited to hear your experience here. Um, what, so, so definitely smaller. What was something that was different that like maybe the, you know, common person, like I, so I, even uncommon person, like I know that obviously the castle is different. Like it's Sleeping Beauty's oh. castle, not Cinderella's castle. I know that the facade of it's a small world is different there than it is but what was a what was a, a small difference that that you noticed in the park whether a ride or an experience or whatever that that is different from world and land well i will say right off the back the architecture is architecture is different um yes you're walking down main street us and i said this on the pod a couple weeks ago it was familiar but not the same you're walking down main street usa it feels familiar but the facade is different it's not as tall not not just the castle Main Street USA, the buildings are not as tall as they are in Walt Disney World. They're, they, they still use forced perspective. They still go through that whole process, but it's different. You're dealing with a resort that is, for all intents and purposes, um, 16 years. Is that right? If I have my math right? 16 years older than the Magic Kingdom. And it it, it it has that smell. It has that musty smell in some cases. You can get that in some of the older attractions. You can definitely, t- you, you walk down Main Street, you're like, I feel like I've been here before, but you know that you haven't been there before. And that's, that's I think, the, the biggest thing. And, and I think the other thing is, because it feels similar, Matt, you you you, you start to go about your day thinking, oh, yeah, we're going to go over here. Like, we did this. This was a great example. Frontierland. So, Splash Mountain in Magic Kingdom is located in Frontierland. It's you you go into Frontierland, you hit Splash Mountain first, and then Big Thunder is a little bit further back, right? Not here. Here, Splash Mountain is located in Critter Country, completely different land. And so when you kind of go in that direction, you've got to go to the left to get to Splash Mountain, and you and you find it's actually right off of New Orleans Square. Oh, and so okay. you go and you do you do it, and then you kind of get yourself back to, into the back area where um, Winnie the Pooh is across from Splash Mountain. They're like right next to each other. Where if you want to go to Big Thunder Mountain, you've actually got to leave Critter Country and come back around past New Orleans Square and back around to Frontierland where um, Big Thunder Mountain is at. So I think that was the biggest thing for me in Disneyland was it's familiar, but it's not the same. And so sometimes you, you found yourself making guesses about where things were. And then you go, wait a second, I got turned around. Um, you mentioned small world. So it's a small world. You're right. The facade is completely different. It's beautiful, by the way. Oh, I'm, that's, it, it, that's it, one thing that I think that 
Disneyland definitely has on Florida. Like the facade of, I love the facade well, of it, the Disneyland. We one. happened to get back there on that first day, right at 12 o'clock. And unlike the one at Walt Disney World in Disneyland on the hour, the different characters come out in March on the hour. So oh, there's different so characters. Cool. So at 12 o'clock, all of the characters were marching all the way around. It was really neat. But I say that because back where that, you know, in Walt Disney World and Magic Kingdom, it's a small world. You're walking by it in Fantasyland on the way over to, I think it's, uh, um, I think it's Frontier. On the way to the Rapunzel bathrooms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Frontierland, you know, where Haunted Mansion is. We're in Disneyland. It's just in its own little corner. You go back, there's, there's, there's no exit. You go back to Small World, and once you're done, you leave and go back towards the front. So there's no loop-de-loo there, which is different. It's like its own thing. Uh, yeah. Okay, what was the biggest ride upgrade? So in, in terms of like, you know, uh, you know, what was the ride that you were like, dang, this is a total upgrade of what the Disney World experience is? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Oh, Bye. Yeah. By far, I I love Tower of Terror. Don't get me wrong, but Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout by far is one of the best rides Disney has ever created. It is, it is a hoot, man. Like, it, like you get in there and you know it's the Tower of Terror. Like, the, it's got the same. It's the tower, and you you get in there and 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 and, and you, you first of all the fact that Joe Rody designed it, which is just awesome, but. Like you're in the room where you know that they eventually they do the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror in, in or they do the the, the Twilight Zone recap in 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 Hollywood Studios. Well, they do a different recap here with with um, Rocket. Then they bring you in. Then you're in the elevator shaft and all that stuff. The same. It's it's basically the same experience. But as soon as you sit down, you're not scared with the drop ride like it, it doesn't even feel like a drop ride it just feels like you're moving from floor to floor i had so much gravity time like zero g time on that ride <laughs> so by far that would be i think the best upgrade because it's the same ride but different now if you want to talk same ride so i mean that's kind of a cheat because it's not tower of terror yeah um i mean it or were there any like were there any were like oh my gosh this was such an upgrade so like I, something like the hat box ghost, I mean, I'm sure was fun to see, but I don't yeah. think for you um, was like an, uh, oh my gosh. Well, Pirates of the Caribbean was down, so we weren't able to ride that one. They're refurbishing that one. So that was a little bit of a disappointment. Um, <sighs> I mean, Haunted Mansion was really cool. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, it was really neat to see their take on it. Um, but no, I can't really say that there was anything that was an upgrade Small World was fun picking out all the different characters that were there. That, so. that would be, what would have been the one for me. And seeing all that, I'm like, okay, I haven't ridden It's a Small World the past two times I've been. Yeah. If there were those little Disney characters on there, I probably would. Well, it was fun. It was like a little scavenger hunt. Like, oh, there's Woody or, oh, there's Jasmine and Aladdin on the carpet. You know, that that was kind of fun. So I, I will I will say that. Was there any vice versa question now? Was there any experience that you you had – Again, in in terms of similarity, that you were like, you know what, this is just better, and they 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 did it better the second time around in Disney World. Again, a no can be a fine answer. No, no, there's not. No, that's I, good I can't, to hear. I, yeah, no, I can't say there is. Um, no, there's not. Okay, I need to describe. You need, you need to now walk us through the Splash Mountain saga. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in order to understand this, Nate hates being wet 
Like, he absolutely hates it. We have been out. He knows how much I love Slash Mountain. He knows it's my favorite ride. And so we, 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 we get there. So, mind you, we woke up at about 5 o'clock in the morning in L.A., um, got all our stuff ready to go, and left around – I think we left we, – we woke up about 5.30. We left around um, – 6 30 so we could get to anaheim and get parked by 7 30 so we could rope drop that's one thing i will say they open at eight o'clock every day every day they open at 8 a.m and they're open till midnight wow i couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it so anyway we get there we rope dropped um we get in mind you as soon as we get in you can't get genie plus until you're in the parks you've got to scan in so once you're scanned in i'm trying to get my genie plus i'm trying to get my individual lightning lanes for um uh what did i get it for while i was there oh i got it for rise of the resistance while we were there and um we're like okay we're gonna go rope drop now and so we started just kind of walking around and haunted mansion five minute wait now mind you that first two hours there's barely anyone there locals don't show up till about 10 o'clock it's all it's just the tourists who are there so we had haunted mansion we finish up and like i said 10 paces away was splash mountain so we uh <clears throat> we uh we go over we're like all right do we want to do splash mountain now and and he's and he's like yeah we might as well it's only a five minute wait it's only going to be longer later i'm like yeah and it doesn't get you all that wet i mean like in disney world you know if you go on splash mountain if you sit towards the back right that's when you're going to get the the wettest the back right i've mm-hmm. always found that if you're in that back seat or second to last back seat and towards the right you're going to get wet and usually there's the waterfall that gets you so we're like yeah. okay i'm like that, that if, and it's not even like a crazy wet like it's just it's it's like a you get you get splashed a little bit it's something yeah. crazy yeah. and it never gets into your shoes it's just it is a, a splash yeah <laughs> not this one uh so we get on this thing now mind you <clears throat> the ride vehicles are different yeah and by the way after we're done with this i do have to back up there is one ride i do have to talk about that is far superior than Walt okay Disney, which we'll get back okay to. I, it just made me think about it okay so the ride vehicles are different these are single ride vehicles so you're not sitting next to someone you actually sit it's almost like you straddle a bench basically it's really weird. So it's not three wide. <laughs> no, well, it's not two wide, I think, is how it is. It is it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get in the front, and he gets behind me. So we get on this thing. And at first, it's really weird. Like, it, 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 you're not getting much of the story up top like you do at Walt Disney World, which was weird. But then we finally get into the story. But the story is different. Like, it, 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 it feels differently. But there comes a point, though, where you come around a curve, and it goes pitch black like pitch black for like 15 seconds and all of a sudden you drop and i'm not like like i know there's a there's a there's a there's a a fake drop at walt disney world but with disneyland you drop but the problem is as you drop they literally spray gushes of buckets of water they literally throw water right at you like i don't even know how to try it just comes out of nowhere we got off the ride. That was number one. And then and then when we came down the um we came down another another hill and, and because of the way the ride vehicle is, it just all the all the water comes into the ride vehicle. By the time we got off the ride, 
we were so soaked. I mean, the, the, our, our clothes were clinging to our body. Our socks were drenched. We had to go to the bathroom to wring them out, <laughs> to wring them out. It was bad enough that basically midday we, we decided, you know, we, we're going to go to the hotel and check in and um, change clothes like that. It, we were soaked. I, I, I if someone who I, I had no, I just word for the wise. If you go to Disneyland, it's a great ride, but you will get soaked at, at Disneyland Splash Mountain. Good to know. Yes, because uh, that's, that's something that I feel like Disney has always been. When the times that I've been in Disney World, the the rides are the water rides. Get you kind of wet, but not soaked. And uni- that's Universal's thing. Universal's like, oh, we're going to get you soaked. Like, I believe it's Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls. It's yep. like, we're going to get you soaked, and we you can have people on the bridge that can fire water at you to, you know, get you uh-huh. even more wet. Yep. Not the case with us. Well, and they have they have lockers at Disneyland, which we didn't realize until after the fact. So that tells you right there, if they've got lockers at Disneyland, for you to be able to put stuff in that you don't want to get wet. So, yeah. Um, real quick, I wanted to mention, I, I, I can't believe I didn't, I, again, this is probably just COVID rain right now. Um, Space Mountain, by far, is the is far superior at Disneyland. Okay. Right now, it, it is, it's called Hyperspace Mountain. It's got the, the Star Wars overlay on it, Matt. Matt, that ride was, I cannot tell you how amazing that ride was in comparison to Disney World. A, it's smoother. It doesn't feel like you're being, like, like you're being ricocheted off of everything. Um, it's set to the regular Star Wars, like, dun, you know, the, the regular Star Wars song soundtrack. yeah. yeah. You've got projections of of star destroyers and uh, battles taking place. Like it's a completely different experience. Like I had so much fun with that ride, Hyperspace Mountain. Why they don't bring that to Walt Disney World is beyond me. You'd almost but, feel like it'd be the opposite. That that Hyperspace Mountain would be something that they'd bring to the world, and then the the Disneyland you know people would be like, no no no, we want it you know like it's original, but. That's it's just so weird of why but, they don't do and it. And I will tell you, their queue for Space Mountain is far superior to our queue for Space Mountain. It's outdoors, but it's shaded, and it's really a large queue. Like I, I can't even describe like how how it worked, but like it, it, Space Mountain, it was really well done. Their Star Tours, um, uh, right there in Tomorrowland, which is really weird. You turn into Tomorrowland, and Star Tours is right there on your right hand side. But like their Star Tours queue is superior to our our Star Tours queue too. Really? Uh, oh yeah, it, it's it's it's. The, I actually had a picture that I posted. When you walk in, you get this great shot that's fully open of um, C three PO C three C three PO R two D two the whole the whole thing that whole the whole ship. Where when you walk into the one in Disney World, your your view is kind of obstructed when you walk in. Until you of, turn that corner. Yeah. Where yeah. this one, you can see everything. It's really well done. Um, which, by the way, I did not get the pod race scene um, at Disney. Ah, you didn't. I got, I got, I got there was a, it was, the, I think it was Hoth and um, 
I got two scenes that I had never seen before, and they were a hoot. They were absolutely a hoot. So awesome! I, I was I was gonna laugh, if, like, and I got the dang pod racing. Nope, one. I did not get the pod <laughs> racing scene this time, which was great. Oh goodness! Um, okay, um, uh, food. What food did you do down there? Oh yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's let's go with Disneyland. We're gonna go to California Adventure in just a minute with some questioning. So just okay. Disneyland. What right. food did you get, and what did you like? Not like. Let me yep. let me hear about it. Yes. Okay. So. Don't let anybody tell you the Disneyland churro is good. It is not. It is horrible. <laughs> do not get do do not waste your money, your five dollars on a Disneyland churro. They're st- they're not even better than Disney World. And Disney World are horrible. They're stale. They're, they're they're just they're absolutely horrible. If you're gonna spend your money on a snack that is sweet, go over to the uh, mint the mint julep um, uh, uh, snacking station and get the Mickey beignets, the Mickey-shaped beignets. They're not the same beignets that you get at Port Orleans in, in Walt Disney World. They they are literally shaped like Mickey Mouse, and they're about this big, man. I mean, they're huge. You can, you can get a pack of three, or you can get a pack of six. They're freshly made right there. They cover them with powdered sugar. They are amazing. Like you, we, we, I got them um, as we were watching Fantasmic, which um, was an amazing show. We can talk about it in a minute if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so uh, that we got that while I was there. Um, we did try the um, we did try the, the Monte Cristo, which is the famed Monte Cristo in Cafe Orleans. They've got it at Blue Bio as well, Bayou as well. Um, I'm a Monte Cristo snob. <laughs> um, <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember Bennigan's? Yeah, I do know Bennigan's. And Bennigan's has a Monte Cristo that is, in my opinion, the best Monte Cristo made. Like, you can't get any better than that. Interesting. So I, I compare everything to that. This Monte Cristo was good, but it was not better than Bennigan's Monte Cristo. And so um, <coughs> I, I will say it was good. The fries were pretty good. They had, like, this Parmesan cheese on top. Oh, yeah. And, and the cool thing is, is – um. Nate got the grilled cheese Monte Cristo, basically the Monte Cristo with no meat. So similar idea. Um, what else did we do at Disneyland? Um, I think that's pretty much it. We didn't we didn't didn't do a whole lot of like. I will say there's not a lot of table service reservations there. Yeah, it's a lot of quick service it stuff. Really is. Um, and I also purposely didn't do a lot of table service reservations because i knew there's a lot of snacks that i wanted to try while i was there yeah. um we did do the um the the i i will say the mobile ordering is here and is not going away like everything was mobile order like you like dole whip's a great example you can't walk up to the dole whip cart and get a dole whip you have to mobile order a dole whip and they're usually about an hour and a half out so like we wow. wanted a dole whip about five o'clock we had to wait until 7.30 to get our Dole Whip, which Dang. was okay because once we got it, we went into the Tiki Room and watched. There's nothing better than watching the Enchanted Tiki Room while eating your Dole Whip. I mean, it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, mobile order. Oh, I did do the corn dog. So everyone okay. talks about the Disneyland corn dog and how awesome it is. I will 100% agree with you. The Disneyland – with them, the Disneyland corn dog is awesome. <laughs> it's huge. It's giant. Um, yeah, we, we got that from the, um, it's like a little vendor, not the red wagon, but it's, it's pretty much the same, the same kind of, uh, same kind of treat. 
Okay. Um, did you do any see any characters? Do any of that, or did you mostly focus on? So they don't do character spots. Yeah, there's no because I know like characters just kind of pop out there. So characters pop out there, and cast members do not know where they're going to be. They're purposely not told where they're going to be. So we saw Mickey Mouse twice. He was once back towards the back in Fantasyland for a little bit by It's a Small World. And then we saw him again. Um, he was actually kind of in the um, great mo- great moments with Mr. Lincoln area. And actually, we saw him the third day as well. We saw him in town square greeting guests. But no, I mean, you don't. We, we you, Characters are not specifically at any one place. So I saw Mickey. I saw Goofy. I saw, I saw Mickey and Minnie. They were together. Goofy and Donald were together. Um, and then we did see Clarabelle once which was really cool interesting and, my 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 nemesis <laughs> why do you say that i i hate clarabelle hey what how do I, you hate clarabelle she's so annoying oh my gosh that's horrible um i will say Maybe that that's, I, i've I, talked about that on discontinued on display and chris also chastised me so i can't i know i didn't know you didn't like clarabelle yeah oh not God. a clarabelle fan um and then Avengers Campus, I know we're going to talk about California Adventure in a minute, but Avengers Campus, I saw, we saw Spider-Man, we saw Iron Man, we saw Doctor Strange, we saw Black Widow, we saw Captain Marvel. Dang. Um, else? I think that was it over at Avengers Campus. So, um, yeah, so character-wise, they do have, like, Calvacades that come through so the, uh, every once in a while. So I do, we just so happen to be in the Christmas shop, which is in a different area. It's it's on Main Street. It's called Jolly Holiday Shop, which is really cool. Um, but we were in there, and as we were walking out, they were doing a calvacade, and their calvacades are real simple. In fact, I videoed it. Um, it, it it was just a simple. It was just the regular. It was Chip Dale, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, Daisy, um, and then like like your traditional Disney characters coming down the street with like one or two floats. Um, that was kind of cool to kind of see that completely different music, completely different mix up of music than, than what um, magic kingdom has. Okay. Um, all right. Let's uh, hop over to, cause California adventure is one thing, Sorry, Go for it. Yeah. So one more thing um, I will say we did ride the Disneyland railroad. Um, I, I really wanted to make sure we did that. You know, that, that was Walt's, that was Walt baby, right? You know, like, like Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I, in fact, just kind of to get sentimental for a moment. Um walking in and seeing Walt's light in the fire station, above the fire station, and knowing that was his apartment and knowing that he was in the park. You know, that that had that was an emotional moment, right? Um and then the 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 train station or the train I will tell you, I mean, I've ridden the Walt Disney World Railroad too, but the Disneyland one, they actually have a diorama. So you're in Main Street, then you come around, you stop at New Orleans, and you go around and you stop at um, it's Toontown, and then you stop at Tomorrowland. After Tomorrowland, you actually go through this tunnel where they have a diorama of the Grand Canyon. It's a 300-foot-long diorama of the Grand Canyon with animatronics. This thing was put in in the 1950s. Walt put this in. And then after that, there's one of the um, primeval world, which is dinosaurs. And there's animatronics of dinosaurs in there. Dang. 
I had no idea. Like it took us completely by surprise. So, and then, and then you finally come back out uh, to main street, but I, the, the different elements that you knew Walt had a hand in um, even great moments with Mr. Lincoln was an amazing show and it borrowed elements from the hall of presidents and it borrowed elements from the American adventure in Epcot. It was kind of a conglomeration of all those shows put together, which was really interesting. So, um, yeah, anyway, I just wanted to call that out. I mean, Disneyland, if you, if you are a Disney fanatic, not just Disney product, but like, if you understand the history of who Walt Disney was and his ingenuity, um, you will absolutely appreciate all of it when you're in Disneyland. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so now California Adventure, which is like that's the unique park of mm-hmm. of Disneyland. Um, you know, obviously, yeah. it'd be weird to have California Adventure in Florida. Yep. Uh, so I I, I want to ask about this. Talk to me about Cars Land. I want to start at Cars Land. <laughs> so right off the bat, I want to say if you're going to Disneyland, it's very important get the park hopper. Don't don't skimp on the park hopper. Um, when people say they're literally right across from one another, they are Disneyland and California Adventure. You can go from one park to the other with a two-minute walk. See, now that's that's a big difference, and that's one thing that I'm going to have to remember because, again, I very much on this podcast, on the record, anti-park hopper yeah. in terms of Disney World because it just takes so long yeah. to get out of the park for this. Not so much. No, not at all. And, and, and you know, we'll talk Genie Plus, I'm sure, here in a couple minutes, but, like, Park hopping and Genie Plus, again, huge value at Disneyland because they are literally like, within two minutes you can go from one park to another. It, it, they're literally right across the promenade from one another. It's it, it's insane. So Cars Land, um, by far, Cars Land is one of the best themed and immersive lands Disney has ever come up with. Forget Pandora, forget Galaxy's Edge, Cars Land you are in radiator springs like i, I have That's no other so way to cool. dude I, I i i i i got there and i actually called my brother because i wanted my brother my my nephew blake is hugely obsessed with cars and you know i'm i'm videoing all of this and showing him he's like oh my god that's ramones oh my god that's luigi's like like all these things that you see in the movie like can you go into them i'm like yeah and we went into each of the different things like ramones is a gift shop and and flows is a cafe and the cozy cone motel has different different uh food places that you can get food at and then of course there's radiator springs racers so we i i bought that i i bought the individual lightning lane for it um paid the 18 bucks for it for each of us i know you know people can say what they want but i'm like first of all it was a really hot day the day that we were there it was the hottest day i think the, the one lady said it was like 104 degrees that day Ooh. yeah it was it was hot it was like a two-hour wait if you were to go through it through standby so we bought we bought the ill um first of all the queue is really awesome you see a bunch of stuff from the movie but once you get up there so you get sat in this car and mind you, it's the same ride technology as Test Track. Once they take you off, you, you start moving through what is Radiator Springs, but then you go into kind of a tunnel. I had never done the ride through for Radiator Springs, so I didn't know what to expect, uh, like a point of view on YouTube. Um, once you go through this tunnel, all the cars are in there. McQueen, uh, Tomator, uh, uh, Tomator um, 
uh, uh, Sally's in there. Um, Doc Hudson's in there. And these are like the full-fledged cars are in there. And you're getting, you're basically getting yourself set up for a race. You go through this entire area while you're in the tunnel. And then you come out and you're positioned and you're waiting for the other car, another rider car to come over. And they position you guys right next to each other. And then the, the, the light turns green and you race the other car. That's so cool. It is. Our, our car happened to win, by the way. Oh, awesome. Um, but yeah, it, it really is. And, and, and it, it's fast. I mean, it, it gets like 55, 60 miles an hour. It's a fast ride. Um, I had a, I had a hoot. Cars Land was great. So you talked about food. So we went to the Cozy Cone Motel. I don't know if you've heard. They, they, they've got cones. They've got cones, um, food cones. It's like like bread cones with mac and cheese. Oh. It's a bacon mac and cheese inside of a, a bread cone. Um that's what I got. And I, I had heard about these things from Lou Mangiello for years and, um, Oh, they were delicious. So oh. we did, I did that. Um, but yeah, uh, cars land. I really wish they would bring it over to Walt Disney world. Um, radiator Springs racers. I, 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 is a ride that's too good just to be at Disneyland. It really needs, they need to bring it over to, to Walt Disney world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just another, like cars is a, whether you can say what you want about the Cars movies, but there's no getting around that the Cars franchise is oh, a it's powerhouse. Huge. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you do any of the like um, Grizzly Peak or any of those like kind of um, uh, more like original, so to speak? You know, there's been a ton of new stuff coming into California Adventure. Any of the like original things that that you did in California Adventure? We we walked through Grizzly Peak, and obviously Grizzly Peak is a prominent part of the park. We did not do the River Rapids after what happened with Splash Mountain. We we decided. (laughs) So we, okay, so, and here's the reason why. So our hotel was the Hilton Anaheim, which is right off property. And, and, but the problem is, is even though it's right off property, it's still like a 25-minute walk. So, either we had to Uber or we had to walk. Well, that walk could get to be quite a bit, you know, going back to the hotel. Um, so we tried to stay away from, from the water rides, uh, after what happened with, with Splash Mountain. <laughs> so we did not do the, the River Rapids, the Grizzly Peak River Rapids ride. Um, but that area is beautiful back there. It's made to look like Northern California, which is just, it's, it's all like kind of like a campsite, if you will. Uh, so, so California Adventure has got like, I want to say it's like eight or nine different areas. So when you walk in, you're walking down, um, <clears throat> you're kind of walking down the main area. There's Hollywood Boulevard right off to your left as soon as you walk in. And Hollywood Boulevard is made to look like the way Hollywood looked in the 1930s when Walt first went to Hollywood. Um, okay. It's actually got a very similar um, Hollywood Studios vibe to it when you go down okay. But Mickey's Magic is down there, so we did that while we were there. Um, it, it's actually kind of a cool, fun little. I, I don't. It's just kind of a. It, it's very familiar. If you, if you like Hollywood Studios, you'll like that area of the park. Anyway, as you continue down, <clears throat> if you don't go down um, um, Hollywood Boulevard, uh, you've got the Carthay Circle Theater right there in the center of the park, and then right past um, or to the right of that, you've got. Um, Grizzly Peak, that that area, 
Um, if you keep going straight a little bit more, you're going to have Avengers Campus right off the left, which I know you want to talk about. We'll get there. In oh, a I do. I do. Um, <clears throat> we keep going a little bit further. You got Cars Land on the left. And then if you go a little bit further past that, on the left, you've got the Pacific Wharf. Now, Pacific Wharf isn't, there's no attractions, but it's like the eatery. Like, there's all okay. kinds of places to eat. There's the Ghirardelli chocolate shop. There's seafood. If you're into seafood, it's like a whole giant eatery. Um, and it's beautifully themed, if you will. <coughs> Excuse me. Um and then if you continue going straight, then that's when you bump up against um, Pixar Pier. And you can see, you know, the the beautiful Incredicoaster, which I chickened out and did not ride. Um, I was going to ask if you did the Incredicoaster. I, I didn't realize that it went upside down. Um, ah. and I'm not a big upside down fan. Um, so I did not do the Incredicoaster. But um, but anyway, so you got the Incredicoaster. You got the, the Ferris wheel. Um, you got... Uh, under the sea Ariel's journey which is kind of off the right it's built completely different it's in a giant building and interesting well yeah it's really interesting um so there's like eight or nine different themed areas wow which I didn't are, realize there was that much yeah I didn't either but there's um, a lot uh, it, since you didn't do the credit coaster I want to start here really quick what do you think you don't like Pixar well for the most part I should I that's uh that's a no, maybe that's a unfair statement okay. um what what do you think of Pixar Pier from a person who's not a Pixar fan? Pixar Pier is beautiful. Um, it's definitely made for little kids though. Okay. Um, other other than the Incredicoaster, which is for adults, um, all the rides like the the Inside Out uh, emotional roller coaster or whatever they call it, it's like a it's a little kid ride. There like there's like four or five carnival rides that oh, okay. are made for little kids there. Um, so, but no, it's a be- beautifully themed. The lights are gorgeous. Um, seeing world of color set against that stage is just absolutely amazing. I know we'll probably talk shows here in a second, but um, no, I, 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 th- I think for any Pixar fan, it's, you're going to absolutely love it. And the Incredicoaster looks fun. I mean, it's extremely well themed. Um, what's what's really interesting? So, you know, Walt Disney World, you don't see the parks from outside the park like um what do i mean by that so you can't get up to like the boundary of the park from anywhere in walt disney world you're kept at a distance right so not here when you're coming like so where our hotel was at our hotel was across catella drive which from our hotel you could cross catella drive and the incredicoaster was right there you could see it. There was a wow. giant wall blocking it, but you could see it above the wall. Okay. You don't get that view, that backside no. view in Walt Disney World. So that was a little, a little interesting. Yeah. Um, a little different. Okay. We're now now Avengers Campus time. I got I got to hear about. <laughs> I, I I mean again I know what I know from podcasts and articles and you know videos and other things like that. But tell me about like being in Avengers Campus. Yes. So right off the bat. Um, as soon as we turned into Avengers Campus, we were lucky enough. The Spider-Man show was just getting ready to start, nice. so um, they kind of hooked us off to the put us off to the side. And um, Spider-Man shows up on top. He does a little bit of things, talks to us, all the stuff, and then he goes, "All right, I'm going to show you something really cool." And he kind of goes behind the scenes, and all of a sudden, you see him shoot up and do that weird. It's the animatronic, but he does that thing 
yeah. where he lands, right? So that was really cool. And then after that, he comes down and waves hi to a few people, and he actually signed some autographs, which was really cool. But the second you walk in, you've got the Avengers theme song playing, you know, dun, 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 dun you know, that going on. Oh, yeah, oh, um, yeah. Dr. Strange's Sanctum Sansorum is right off to the right, so you can see that. The Spider-Man Web Slingers rides, we paid for the individual lightning lane on that. I will say that's probably one you guys don't need to pay for. So if you're going to Disneyland, don't don't bother. Um, I, I would not pay for it this time. I would I would actually just wait in line. The line never got over 60 minutes. Interesting. And so you could probably do it. The ride is fun. It's not what I thought. It's completely flat. You don't go up or down. Um, but basically, you're in it, and with no um, no equipment whatsoever, you're, you're, you're shooting things, basically. You're using your hands to shoot webs at these, these droids, basically, these little web crawlers that are, that, 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 um, it's Peter Parker's design that are going out of control and we're trying to contain them. Um, but the, the accuracy with shooting these things is just amazing. Like you shoot a web and you're trying to shoot them on screen. I think the easiest way to think of it is, is it's kind of a Spider-Man version of Toy Story Midway Mania. Yeah. But with no like pull string that you're, it's no, your hands. It's that just are... your hands. I mean, it, it was really cool. Um, so that, so, so we did that as soon as we got in. And then um, from there, um, like I said, Dr. Strange is off to the right. They've got a bunch of Avengers vehicles. They've got the Avengers headquarters right there. Um, obviously, the, the the mission breakout, Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout, is a little bit further back to the left. Um, we got lunch there at Pim's Test Kitchen. Oh, I was going to say, what'd you think? Horrible. Really? Horrible. Um, I got the the uh, the panini. <laughs> it was basically a a, a, a panini. Um, the, it was hard. It was stale. Um, it, it, it was not good. Nate got, he got like a meat, uh, a, a, a impossible burger meat, or impossible meat spaghetti type thing. For the money we paid, it, it was not worth it. Um, I will say, though, <laughs> they have got giant pretzels. Like, so when you walk in, I will say the theming is pretty cool. They've got this conveyor belt of regular sized soft pretzels above you and they go and then the pim particle shoots them and they come out either giant or small. Interesting. All, so you're watching this as you're doing this. What I will say that they've done right, which is really cool, is they've got the Coca-Cola freestyle machine there and you can feel Oh, your- nice. So it's really cool because it kind of plays the theme of, oh, you're doing your own concoctions, right? But yeah. you also fill up your water bottles with the with the um, with the filtered water there. So if you have a water bottle, we stopped by Pim's test, test kitchen several times to fill up our water bottle. They've got an outdoor bar right there, right in Pim's, Pim's t- test kitchen. If I was to do it again, I would probably go with the chicken shawarma instead and actually get that from the shawarma. Cart. Did you have the shawarma? I did not. I did not. Okay. Know, but it looked delish. But oh, we wa- okay. I wanted to try Pim's test kitchen because it, it was such a yeah cool yeah yeah. And maybe they were just having an off day. I don't know. but it You just, never know with that kind yeah. of stuff. There's not nearly enough seating, though, I will tell you that, uh, which there never is for any Disney park. But but overall, um, Avengers Campus, I mean, it, we spent a lot of time in Avengers Campus and had a lot of fun there. Um, uh, yeah, it, it's definitely, and it's, 
it, it's not overwhelming. And there, there's a bunch of shows. There was a Black Widow show that I saw uh, where she was on top of the Avengers headquarters and she was battling a bad guy. And, and she had to, it, it was kind of cool. It was really neat. And they, yeah, in, well, in, the, in the dialogue, it was all recorded by the Avengers. Oh, or, that's super or, cool. Yeah. Super cool. All right. Well, as we're getting to the end of this podcast, I feel we get to the end of both your days. So let's start with Fantasmic. I know we're going back to Disneyland, but uh, tell me about the Fantasmic. The dragon was working, so you got to see the dragon. Yes. yes. So they do Fantasmic on Tom Sawyer Island. So they stop boating people over to Tom Sawyer Island at 5 o'clock so they can start getting ready. The, the, the show, they have a show at 9 and a show at... I want to say 10, 15 for Fantasmic. Um, what's really interesting is they have, right now at Disneyland, they have the Main Street Electrical Parade, Fantasmic, and the Disneyland Fireworks running all at night right now. Like, Dang. it's nonstop. Like it's, and they have multiple showings of this stuff. But anyway, this was our first night, and we chose to do Fantasmic our first night only because I knew our third night there would have been our final night, and we'd have to leave early because we had to be up early to get to the airport. So, um, Fantasmic was at nine. People started lining up for the show at seven. Like, wow. they, like they started gathering, and it was like, oh my god, this is insane. Now we we did a couple of things, but by by seven thirty, yeah, we were where we needed to be. We were sitting down. They started to rope it all off and everything. So the show is a little bit longer than the, the Hollywood Studios one. They've got a little bit more content, but that's always been like that. They've got the Pirates of the Caribbean, um, <clears throat> Pirates of the Caribbean um, uh, segment, which is which is newer. They've added all kinds of newer segments. They've got newer um, animation in it now that they've brought it back. Um, and like you said, the dragon was working. This dragon is so much better than the dragon in Hollywood Studios. It's not in the door if you will where the door opens up in the wings of the door this was a true on dragon i think it's probably an inflatable dragon is what i think it is okay inflates um but that was really cool um yeah they, they do a really good job of like um kind of you know positioning you so you're not in the walkways they really block it off and um, but yeah, Fantasmic was great. It was great to see it again after, you know, two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. Gone, you know, and then, um, world of color. I, I heard rave reviews about world of color. So tell me about that experience. So world of color, I've seen, um, video of it online. The video online does not do it justice. Um, these, these jets shoot like 500 feet into the air. Like it's absolutely insane. And the way the lasers work with the jets and the colors they produce, I thought maybe it would be kind of like an Illuminations. Don't get me wrong. Illuminations okay. is cool, but it was never my favorite. No, this is not. It's like Illuminations meets Fantasmic in that you've got images from Disney movies of the past, of the cur- of current. Um, they and, and there's fire. There's color. Uh, they don't use fireworks, strangely enough, in this. So there's no fireworks at all. But Interesting. They, yeah, yeah. Um, so they do two shows. They do a nine o'clock and a ten fifteen. The nine o'clock, first off, you want it. You got to go under the virtual queue to get in to be able to get a really good spot. Well, we missed the virtual queue on that second day, and um, it was disappointing. Well, Nate was like, "Well." you know, let's see what we can do. And so we asked the cast member, like, okay, we didn't get the virtual queue. What's the best way to view this? She's like, well, honestly, she goes, if you plan to stay 
until park closing. If you can catch the 1015 one, it's basically empty and you can kind of go wherever you want. So that's what we did for the 1015 one. We got down on the dock, which they call the wet zone, <laughs> um, which we were Uh-oh. a little we were a little nervous about. But we actually weren't we weren't all the way up to the front. We were a little bit further back, but we were still on the dock. But the music, the the way that they they do the lasers, um, the way that everything works in coordination, including the Ferris wheel, the lights on the Incredicoaster, the LED lights, all of that create a show that is unlike any other i think it it, it, the best way that i can put it is it's it's like rivers of light meets illuminations meets phantasmic wow does that make sense yeah it's because like all those shows like i mean again rivers of light yeah yeah but if you combine that with like uses the technology from rivers of light with the technology from illuminations with the storytelling from phantasmic interesting yeah okay cool um anything else that you want to talk about like that you're just like i want to talk about this really fast that's kind of my role my round of questioning um but anything else you want to get off what i will say is this if you've never been to disneyland and you're not sure you're afraid you're not going to have enough to do i think we have laid out at this point there is more than enough to do if you're looking for a Disney experience that is manageable and that doesn't feel overwhelming like Walt Disney World can, Disneyland is perfect. I, I called my brother and I said, this should be your next Disney experience. But the one thing that is different is that Disney World is a place that you are in Disneyland is a place that you go to. Okay. You know how we always talk about the Disney bubble? You're not in the Disney bubble at Disneyland. Even if you say on property at their resorts, you're not in the Disney bubble. It is very clear that you are, you can see right out to the real world, even from the Grand Californian, even from Disneyland Hotel, even from Paradise Pier. You can see out to the real world. You can see all the other hotels, all the other shops, everything. You can see the highway from those places. You go to Disneyland, you are in Walt Disney World. So that is one thing that's a little bit different. Um, Like, I'll give you a great example. As we were walking each day to the parks, we saw cast members who were leaving for the day for their shift. And they had their purse in hand, and they were walking out to their car to leave for the day. You don't see that at Walt Disney World. No. No, I mean, they had their, their name badge on and everything, which in my mind, I'm like, that's a no-no. You're not supposed to have your name badge on off property. What are you doing? <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know that from working at the Disney store. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. But no, but like, it, you, you would see cast members walking. I saw cast members walking to work. They'd park their car, and they're they're going to go do their role. It, it, is, it is a little bit different in that regard. But if you are looking for a manageable experience, once you're in the parks, it absolutely – um, has the same magic that, that Walt Disney World has. Um, do not stay at the Hilton Anaheim. It was a horrible experience. Uh, do not stay there. Uh, we will not be back. They've gotten a review from me. They were not good. Um, I've heard the Marriott is really well done. Okay. So Marriott would be nice. If you can afford the Disneyland Hotel or Disney's Grand Californian, we, we had a chance um, both days – we popped into the Disneyland Hotel just because I wanted to see it. It's got so much oh, history. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first. 
beautiful resort. I mean, now mind you, it's like a thousand dollars a night to stay there, but um, but it is a beautiful resort. The the pool area is gorgeous. It, it, it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, the Grand Californian is like the Fort Wilderness Lodge, but ten times better. Like it's, I can't even <laughs> describe it. Like we we went in there and it was like it was just the the the, the lobby area alone is just beautiful. So um, if you can afford to stay on property, you'll definitely get a world-class experience. But there are literally do a dozen hotels that surround that property that you can walk to within minutes to, to the resort. Okay, good to know. And the downtown Disney District's fun, too. Um, yeah, that's... All yeah. the Disney Springs, but it's a lot of fun, and it's fun to explore. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, so I... I, I really liked hearing this because um, one of the arguments that I hate is which is better, Disney World or Disneyland, because I think that's a, a, a false argument that yeah. doesn't have a correct answer. <laughs> it, yeah, it's a false equivalency. It, it, and, well, and it just depends on, like you said, what, are, what do you want to do? Um, you know, what, what are you looking for? Like, there, there's both are fun in their own right and have differences of them and things that are better or worse based on, you know, X, Y, Z. I don't know, but it just, it's, it's impossible to complete. You're comparing apples and oranges, even though it feels like Disney theme park should be the same thing to compare. I want to say one thing you had mentioned that, you know, getting to California <coughs> for those of us on the East coast is a little bit harder or east of the Mississippi. It's actually not. From Chicagoland, it's about a four and a half hour flight. You land in LAX, it's about a 40 minute drive to Disneyland. Compare that to, to flying to uh, Orlando, right? And and it's about a 35 minute drive to Walt Disney World, depending on what resort you're staying. I was gonna say, depending right? on the resort. <laughs> so <clears throat> you could very much Uber over to the property down in Anaheim. You could rent a car if you wanted to, you know, whatever the case may be. It's not that difficult to, to get to. Um, and once you're there and you get settled in, it is a much more low key experience than a Walt Disney World vacation. Um, you know, we were there first. We had a three day park hopper. We got everything we wanted to get done in days one and two. Day three was strolling around, people watching, you know, what makes a good Disney vacation? I actually asked this question in, in the group. I'll ask this of you, actually. Um, in your opinion, what does a successful day at the parks look like? I think a successful... So I, I didn't answer that question on the social feed because I really thought about it, of like, huh, what is a successful day? I think a successful day is... It's going on the rides that you want to go on um, because, I mean, let's be real. Every I don't want to go on every ride. Um, so to say, oh, I went on every ride. No, I don't want to do that. So I get to go on the things that I go on. And then, but then it's also paired with some downtime. A successful day is not me running around like a chicken with my head cut off. It's yeah. getting to enjoy the people watching, getting to enjoy yep. an interaction with a cast member, getting yep. to enjoy the little things that make a Disney vacation, a Disney vacation. And, that, and that's, that's what I, that's a really ambiguous answer. Like, cause it, it is, it, but it isn't Matt. And I think because if, 
if all you're doing is running around from point A to point B to point C to point D, and you're running around and all you're doing is stressed and 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 you don't ever get a minute to actually appreciate it for what it is, if that's your idea of a vacation, okay, I'm not going to take that away from you. But for me, I to slow down just a little bit and enjoy it. Like we went back to the hotel all three days. We 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 went. We we got there the first day. We were there early. Second and third day, we were there by ten o'clock. We we stayed like ten to two. Then we went back to the hotel, took a nap, uh, chilled for like an hour and a half or so, maybe two. Well, when it's open eight to midnight, you can yeah. do that and well, still have a. Thing. Yeah, and then we went back and had a great evening. Like like that. That's what I'm saying. Is that that you know. Again, if your idea is park open to park close, God bless you. But that is not my idea of a perfect vacation. A perfect a perfect day at the park for me is exactly what you said. You get into the park, you get to explore, you get to have some good food, you get to people watch, ride a couple of attractions that mean something to you. And that that's a good day at the park for me. And, and I think, yeah, I, I, whether yeah. that's Walt Disney World or Disneyland. Now, I will say I do like park open to park close, but that's my personality. (laughs) Um, Like I, I always, I I always like too much of a good thing. Like that's just, that's just what I like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I started asking my, because I don't get me wrong. I used to be like that too. But for me, it's like park open to park close in the moment seems nice, but then the next day you're, you're miserable. (laughs) That just, that that doesn't affect me as much though. I will say that's kind of something when I'm just doing this by myself or with, you know, one other person who's gun ho. But like when I'm bringing my kids, if I'm bringing my family and friends, I'm not doing, Hey guys, park open to park close for five straight days. Like that's just, <laughs> that's, that's not going to be relaxing for anyone. And that then, no. and, and especially in that case, that takes the fun out of getting to spend time with those family and friends. Cause that's what some of it is. It's yes, yes we're at Disney, but also we're spending time together. Exactly. And if you spend all the time running around and being stressed out, you're not really spending time together. You're running around being stressed out. Exactly. Well, all right. It is closing time. Um, yeah, it is closing time. And, and uh, let's go ahead and tell them how they can get a hold of us, Matt. Yes. Um, you can email us at, uh, at um, beersandears1928 at gmail.com. Um, uh, uh, Facebook group Beers and Ears Podcast Twitter and Instagram at Beers Ears 1928 do want to mention that uh, next week's episode will be a a part two of a two-parter part one is actually releasing Thursday it is the season premiere of Discontinued on Display doing discontinued themed experiences it's been very fun to kind of do some of the prep work for that um so that comes out on thursday and then next week part two comes out it's a disney store centric episode part one we bring on a longtime disney store cast member um uh, kim cpac um and then me chris and casey are on and then me chris and you flip over here next tuesday to talk kind of like a next evolution of the Disney store that that was a discussion I really, really enjoyed. So um, definitely check that out. And then we've got some stuff through the summer. Um, You know, we, I I was looking at our schedule. We've been kind of hitting a lot of Marvel star Wars. Um, Don't get me wrong. We still have our Obi-Wan Kenobi review coming up, but we're going to be getting back to some Disney things. I've, I've got some good Disney subjects that I think Casey's going to like, I haven't pitched them to him yet. So maybe maybe none of these ideas will come, come to fruition, but uh um, well, for those of you that are wondering where all the Disney stuff is, like Disney movies and things like that, we're getting back to them. Don't you worry. 
Um, Sorcerer Network, uh, definitely check that out. I just wrote an article on uh, the closed beta of Disney Speedstorm and my playthrough of that. Um, and I've got some other ideas of writing of some other stuff. Uh, live streaming is happening. Thank you to those that have, have joined in the chat there. A lot, lot of stuff going on. <laughs> Busy time. Busy time. All right. Well, let's go ahead and raise our glasses. Mine's full of water at the moment. So uh, <laughs> uh, this episode has been on us, everyone. We will see you again next week. See you real soon. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast. Thank you.